0: From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Wednesday, November 17th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. In Germany heightened security after reports of a possible terrorism threat. German officials say it's time to be concerned, but not to panic. Also in the U.S., some are upset by thorough security pat-downs at airports, but in countries such as India, nobody bats an eye. For years now, more than a decade, complete frisking. People here are quite used to being patted down. Also had an inside job at a high-profile charity. We hear how some U.S. aid to Liberia ended up in the wrong hands.
1: First, the day's headlines. BBC News with Zoe Diamond. Physicists have succeeded in capturing antimatter for the first time in a breakthrough which could lead to greater understanding of the origins of the universe. The European Nuclear Research Organisation CERN managed to trap 38 hydrogen antimatter atoms in a magnetic field for one-sixth of a second. Professor Geoffrey Hangst, who led the research, explained what the scientists would do.
0: The laws of physics say that antimatter and matter should behave in the same way what we'd like to do is see if there's some difference that we don't understand yet between matter and antimatter. So we'd like to study the internal structure of antihydrogen, and that's the next step, and that's why holding on to them is so important. We need time to study them.
1: The American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has made a direct appeal to the Senate to vote on ratification of a nuclear arms reduction treaty with Russia, saying the United States could not afford to postpone the issue. Some Republican senators opposed the pact, saying that it would diminish the U.S. nuclear deterrent. Mrs. Clinton, who went to the Senate in person, said failure to ratify the start II treaty this year would pose a threat to national security.
0: When the prior treaty expired, we lost the ability to have inspectors on the ground. We need to get our inspectors back into Russia after a gap of nearly a year. As our intelligence and defense colleagues have repeatedly noted, we are much better off with New START than without it.
1: The United Nations says that it has shut down relief operations in northern Haiti because of violent demonstrations by protesters blaming its personnel for bringing cholera into the country. More than a 1,000 people have died in the cholera outbreak, which some Haitians say was caused by Nepalese peacekeepers. The UN says that tests at the base used by the peacekeepers have all proved negative. A BBC correspondent says that the UN force is unpopular because it's widely seen as the public face of the Haitian government. A group of military officers in Madagascar say that they've taken control of the island, dissolving government institutions and forming a ruling committee. They called on the rest of the military to support them. However, the president of the defence cabinet told a journalist that the military had not turned, as he put it, and the government was still in charge. Jonah Fisher reports. What we're hearing is that in the last couple of hours, about 1,000 people have rallied to where this mutiny or coup, if you like, was announced at a military camp, near the airport, near the capital, Antananarivo, We understand that security forces loyal to the current regime in Madagascar broke up that roadblock, dispersed it with tear gas, and at the moment, the reports are that the situation is calm. Jonah Fisher reporting. This is the World News from the BBC in London. Hundreds of extra police have been deployed at airports and railway stations in Germany after the government warned that a terrorist attack might be imminent. The German Interior Minister, Thomas de Maizière said that there were clear indications that attacks were being planned. In October, he played down warnings from the United States about possible attacks in Europe. The suspected Russian arms dealer, Victor Boot, has appeared in court in the United States for the first time and pleaded not guilty to terrorism and arms trafficking charges. He was ordered to be held in custody without bail. A New York attorney, Preet Barra, explained the charges against Viktor Boot, which include trying to sell arms to the FARC, the Colombian rebel group.
0: Victor Boot now stands charged in this district, the Southern District of New York, with four charges. One, conspiring to kill United States nationals. Two, conspiring to kill United States officers and